So, uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> Look at this beauty. Ladies and gentlemen, I take you back to the 70s. Oh, it's got a cherry in it and everything. Oh, it's a snowball. Oh, of course. It's a snowball. And um, I'm sorry about the plastic straw, by the way. I don't approve of plastic straws, but we, we were given a pack about 30 years ago and we're slowly <laughs> getting through them. <laughs> That's the honest truth. Anyway, anyway, the point is, there's an art to making a snowball, and I've got it. I'm not going to lie. What are you holding in your hand? This, my friend, is a Negroni. Oh, hello. Campari, gin, vermouth, Mm. orange slice, large chunk of ice. Quite bitter. Yeah, quite bitter. Not unlike you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Here's the thing, right? Up until three years ago, I'd never had a cocktail in my life. What? Never. I was just drinking beer. Oh. And, you know, I thought cocktails were overpriced. And then we're on holiday and I started having cocktails. So and this Christmas, I'm focusing very, very much on making cocktails. That is so good. <laughs> because I'm catching up for lost time. I reckon I've got about 30 years of cocktail drinking <laughs> to cram in. At the very least, I'd say 45. <laughs> Excellent. So cheers. <laughs> cheers. Welcome everybody to episode I have no idea. It doesn't matter because it's Christmas Day. This is the Christmas Day episode. I know. Genuinely on Christmas Day. I know. Who'd have thought? It's not really on Christmas Day now, of course. This is this is very much a strictly Saturday night. You know, on a Sunday. <laughs> oh, last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They why think do they we're full. Pretending that. I know. I Honestly. don't know why. Anyway, me mad. the point is, it's out on Christmas. I mean, who in their right mind would be listening? But I, I picture the listener standing over their roast potatoes as they boil, mm. getting their goose fat ready in the oven. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Having their chestnuts roasted. Exactly. Over the fire. Exactly. <laughs> well, happy happy Christmas, everybody, if it is Christmas Day and you're listening, or even if it's beyond there, still happy Christmas. Yes, hope, hope it was good. Hope you stayed yeah. healthy. <laughs> so, how are you? Do you uh, know what? Mate? I, think, <laughs> I think I'm a bit stressed, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I am. Firstly, yeah. eight years of being a you know professional celebrant, I cried at a funeral today. I've always been able to hold it in. I've never had any uncomfortable scenes. But this one actually, I just took me blindsided me. So yeah, I know, I know that was awkward. Is that sort of viewed as unprofessional conduct, or is it kind of perfectly acceptable? It felt a little bit unprofessional. I'm going to be honest. I I don't know whether people will get angry and go, "Oh, that's nice. He's emotionally involved." I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. I just want to forget about it. But you know, it's one of those ones. The person, this family, and it's. I've got felt quite emotionally attached to families that are very like my own. So the lady who died is Rachel's age. Um, incidentally, the second funeral I did today was someone my age. But that's another story. Um, the lady was Rachel's age. The kids were my kids' age. They had an older daughter and a younger son. They liked going on the same places on holiday. So they just done the slideshow. It was the kind of middle of the service. Yeah. I get up to bring my little bit of hope. And, uh, yeah, I had a bit of a moment. And it was packed. I mean, oh, there were hundreds of people. Yeah. 
Well, I, I don't know how you do it. As well, I, said. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. No, thank you. You're very kind, and you've always been supremely supportive of me. So thank you. Um, but the other reason I know that I'm stressed is because I, I opened a couple of Christmas cards today. And, you know, they were handwritten, very nice, nice little message with, you know, uh, happy Christmas and, you know, you know, have a great Zoz. And I'm thinking, oh, Zoz. And then someone else wrote in the next card I opened, you know, wishing all the best for Zoz. And I'm thinking, oh, what's going on with Zoz? Everyone knows about Zoz except me. 2022, I think you'll find. <laughs> it was just people's terrible handwriting. <laughs> no offence. <laughs> I genuinely... That's Zoz. I was just sitting there thinking, I'm thinking Zoz, I don't know Zoz. I think you heard it here first, that is the, the name for 2022. Can we just call it Zoz and then I don't feel quite so stupid? Happy Zoz. Happy, happy Zoz, everybody. I've been under a lot of pressure, can I just say? Oh, that is brilliant. Well, it has been very emotional, hasn't it? I mean, uh, you know, I spent most of last Saturday night in tears at the Strictly final. Oh, indeed, yes. It was a bit montage central, to be honest. You know, they were, <laughs> yes, it was a bit. They were having to fill yeah. space because they lost a the dancer. But I mean, it, it was so moving, wasn't it? No, it was, so... it was. It was lovely, and it's just kind of life affirming thing. Listen, we should stop because. You know, some people don't watch Strictly and they'll be thinking, oh, you sad old people. But I did find it life affirming and very kingdom like. I I suspect for those professionals, I, I doubt whether any of them have ever experienced such a supportive community as when they're there, actually. And although it's a competition, I imagine there are people there are genuinely rooting for you and wishing you well. And Yeah. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm all right. Well, do you know, I was just going to say about Strictly a few years ago when... Claire was uh, at her 40th birthday. So what? What were we saying? Two years ago? Can yeah. I get away with that? Anyway, um, you know, I commissioned a painting from a friend of ours, an artist friend of ours, just about her life. And, and what happened was Alice, our friend, took her, took Claire out for drinks and sort of talked about her life and, and then created a, a painting with uh, 40 kind of panels on it reflecting bits of Claire life, Claire's life. It was, um, it was very good. So... But she always sees heaven as a dance. Ah, yeah. You know, the central panel is people dancing. And, you know, she sees it as that. She's uh, so what a wonderful present. Yeah, but I just thought it was interesting, the Strictly thing, mm, the dance yeah. expression, the, what you were saying about, yeah. you know, the partnership. Yes. You know. Anyway, how am I? I'm all right. I've just come back from Christmas shopping, which is why I'm late for this podcast. I apologise. Is that what it was? Yeah, we were running late. Plus, I'd forgotten it was Thursday. You know, and because it it goes like that, doesn't it? When you get into Christmas, you suddenly the days oh, yeah, just disappear. No. So I'd forgotten we were doing this anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, just forgot. And um, yeah, now hang on. So um, I've been doing the baubles, obviously. Yes, and may I say how much we have thoroughly been enjoying? Well, that's great. Thank I think you. it's universally appreciated. They are excellent. I did find it slightly sort of I don't know, not depressing, but. You know, you pour, you you want to give all this historical information and challenge all these myths and, and do a bit of spirituality mm. if you can. And the bauble that gets the most response is just the one about sprouts. I know. Even I commented on that and said you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
the only one that got all this anyway. Is that right? That's the one that's caused that's the one. absolute up. <laughs> Dear <one>. sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had our carol service last Sunday night, which was, um, oh, yeah. I think, the, uh, well, you know, it was the least attended one I've ever been to in our, in our village church. They're normally packed, absolutely packed. Was it just you? It wasn't just me, but um, no, it was it was it was less than normal. But talking of the baubles thing, as we sort of came in on this, it's like uh, I had. Of course, you have to mm. sing carols at uh, carol services. Apparently, mm. Mm. that's traditional. Excuse me, I'm eating my maraschino oh, cherry. Sorry, sorry. No, carry I on. I hope that's not a euphemism. <laughs> Look, I was struck by once in Royal David City, like the final verse. Oh yeah, uh, five of us because not in that poor lowly stable. Well, wrong. But anyway, we, we carry on. With the oxen standing by, no, no oxen, no, anyway, blah, blah, blah. We shall see him bide in heaven, set at God's right hand on high. And it, this really annoyed me, this last two, last couple <laughs> Where like stars his children crowned, all in white shall wait around. I mean, how boring does that sound? It does sound dull, doesn't it? It does, it does feel like they need a sort of, some sort of interior designer to... <laughs> Take a look at things in heaven. Well, well, I mean, it's just the waiting around. It's the waiting around bit. What are you doing? I'm oh, well, just waiting. <laughs> yeah, know. You know, this is heaven. I was hoping for a bit more action. How long have they been waiting? <laughs> Got a nice white robe, but really, all we do is wait around. Anyway, but apart from that, I am all all right. Yeah. So, uh, what we're going to do with this Christmas special? Because I have nothing profound at all. No, no, no on fire. I mean, really, it was just it was just to, you know, check in with the listeners. We weren't even sure if we were going to do this, especially as you've started drinking cocktails. You've just discovered cocktails. <laughs> it's a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, if you are listening, preparing Christmas dinner, which I hope perhaps one person is, <laughs> I just want to say, don't be drinking, you know, Boring Prosecco. Very unimaginative. Go make yourself a cocktail before you listen to the rest of this. You're going to need it. It will make the episode easier for you. A stiff drink always helps, I think, listening to this. <laughs> right, listen. Have we any feedback by any chance? Well, I thought I'd just do one very short piece of feedback. That's it. Just one uh, from Stuart, because I slightly overlooked him, actually. Sorry about that, Stuart. And uh, forgot to uh, reply to him. And he reminded me of that. <laughs> he said, dear Joe and Nick, uh, Stu here. And he says, and I finally caught up. Oh. So I'll be joining you for Christmas. I say finally, but I actually rattled through the back catalogue much quicker than I expected. Five years in four months. He said, I know it's not a race, but I just got carried away. So welcome, Stuart, and happy Christmas to you. And Welcome to Zoz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have a great Zoz. So uh, that, that's about it then, is it? That's the only feedback we got. That is. That's it. And, and the only notices are I've spoken to Lee Abbey. There's still rooms available. It's not, it's, yeah, we're nothing like selling out, Nick. So there's still room. If you've, th- listen, if you're fed up with COVID, if you're thinking, I want to, tri- I want to, I want to celebrate this whole horrible pandemic thing being over. What finer way? And going away in June, in the beautiful month of June, to Lee Abbey, one of the most beautiful places on earth, and spending time with your favourite podcast hosts. <laughs> or not. Mm. Or Nick and I. <laughs> I'll make you a cocktail if you come. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> well, what could possibly go wrong? We'd be down to Zeta variant by then, and, it, you know, it, we'd have run through the Greek alphabet by then. There won't be any more. No, exactly. They'll have to start giving them names like the, you know, the Storms. 
It'd be like, yeah, <laughs> virus Brian. I've known a few Brian's who'd be viral. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, how? Well, let, let, let's talk about Christmas then, very briefly. What are your plans? What are you going to do? Well, it's all messed up. The whole thing is messed up. We have got one of the largest turkey crowns I've ever seen in my life, and there's three of us now, because, uh, as you know, my son came down with COVID. So I raced to Bristol on Saturday to pick up my daughter. Mm. gallantly I felt uh, brought her home uh, she saw a friend on Sunday spent some time with her who two days later tested positive oh no yeah I know and we were, we're not going out she was barely going out just this one friend I mean it is rather typical <laughs> so now now grandparents and other family members will not be joining us on uh, on Saturday and uh, so and also, we've got some friends who are coming Boxing Day, and one of them is a bit amino, um, whatever it is. I can't remember because I've had a cocktail. So, uh, <laughs> so they're probably not joining it, us. Immuno annoying. Yes, immuno annoying. Quite right. So <laughs> we've got, we're going to be eating a lot of turkey in the yeah. Davis household. Let me tell you. So yes, it's it's frustrating, and we're sad and annoyed, and you know all those kind of things. Honestly, but. You know, on the plus side, it's, you know, less people to share cocktails with. So every cloud. And a turkey. Because here's the thing. In our house, I'm the only meat eater. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so this is what my son did. It suddenly, you know, they've got to find stuff. And obviously they're not going out shopping and they're ordering things. He couldn't find turkey and he couldn't order a turkey. So he has got, for Christmas Day, some turkey dinosaur bites. <laughs> Which it turns out the shops did still have. So that's his Christmas oh. dinner. Much respect to you, Mike. I couldn't be more yeah. proud of you. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll have lots of lovely little moments. Exactly. And you might rediscover the true spirit of Christmas. I might. <laughs> Is that when you go through the Radio Times with a highlighter? I think it's when you have your sixth Negroni. That's when you, <laughs> you really have the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, I do used to like going through the Radio Times. That used to be a highlight. What do you mean used to? Uh, well, the thing is, it's it's a real generational divide now. So mm. for those of our, our, our colonial listeners, Radio Times is like the TV <laughs> listings, okay? It's a TV listings magazine. Mm. And uh, you used to get the bumper Christmas edition. Still do. And go through with the highlighter, mm. marking out what you do. But I discovered at work that nobody under the age of 30 knows even what the Radio Times is, let alone no, goes through with sad. a highlighter. That's very depressing. Because mm. you don't have to wait for anything now, do you? You just... Everything's so the big thing was... Just you always, Yeah, it. nowadays you just binge it, so you don't have to wait for anything anyway. <laughs> it's true. So what about you? So your Christmas is mostly vegetarian, apart from you. Uh, yeah, I'll be roasting a guinea fowl. Ooh. And uh, it's dead, so, you know, can't complain. <laughs> I've learned the hard way on that one. Good luck trying to keep them in the oven. Uh, yeah, very quiet, very quiet. My daughter's, uh, your goddaughter, in fact, is coming up from Bristol. Oh, bless her. So that'd be nice. And uh, we're just going to have a quiet Christmas, I think, really. Yeah. Was, and have you had any sort of further reflections on Christmas? I mean, we. Um, this isn't our Christmas episode. We did our Christmas. We did. This is just... No, not really. I just, I've, 
No, I just couldn't be asked to think about it, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, I did have a further. Oh, reflection. go on then. Well, it's just that I was uh, met a friend and they were talking, and I was saying, "Oh, you know, I don't know if I said anything too dodgy or liberal." But at the end of the day, I decided. I think I don't mean this arrogantly. I'm probably wrong about loads of stuff. Probably wrong about you know the virgin birth and you know all that stuff. But I think regardless of theology, I sort of know what what it is I'm meant to be doing now. What's that? Well, it's I think it's to do with being patient and kind in the face of huge provocation. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. so I, you know, it's it's this praxis thing, you know, isn't it? Like, like you can have all kinds of thoughts and theological musings, not. Do you know what really matters is what you're like. If you're mm. a grumpy old what's name on Christmas Day, you, no one wants to be with you really. So, you know, you better make sure you're being kind and loving. And I suppose that fits more generally with my thoughts. And we've touched on this before about evangelism. And this is what I find so horrific. I, I don't think Jesus ever intended for his disciples to do massive evangelism i mean i did i do think they were preaching the good news but i'm not sure that's what evangelism is i think evangelism is loving people the way jesus loved people including people the way jesus included people and what happens is i think people are meant to look at you this is why i say it's so utterly horrific (laughs) People are meant to look at you and they they ask you questions about it. (laughs) So there's no need for evangelism. They're seeing the the quality of the love that you have for people because it's like the love of Christ. And it and it blows people away. And I suppose, you know, we've talked about this often on the podcast, haven't we, that actually it's much easier to just worship Jesus than follow him. You know, let's let's do a whole <laughs> let's invent lots of theological doctrines. Let's deify the Christ. Let's let's you know, let's put Jesus in stained glass windows and let's look at icons of him and let's worship him and let's sing songs to him. All of which is a lot easier than loving people. Yeah. <laughs> it strikes me, which is what he seemed to be advocating. But isn't and, that what the good news is? I mean, ev- evangelism comes from your Evangelion comes from the good news yes exactly yes so i think isn't the issue that the expression of the good news and christmas is the beginning of the good news as it were you know good news to all yeah uh all people Mm. um this expression of the good news must be that kind of love yes exactly exactly i mean you and i have absolutely no argument about that it's just that i think when when evangelism gets when the message gets separated from the messenger Mm. i suppose do as i say not as i do that's where i think things start to get a little bit uh, messy so you know the brutal truth is you know love may have come down at christmas but now that love is expressed through us so here's what here's what christmas is about people (laughs) just love those people who are around you whoever's at your dinner table today just just love be kind with them to them and be patient with them. You'll probably need some help. And that's where the spirit, perhaps, we might say, would need to get involved. Because <laughs> sometimes people could be really annoying. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's true. I think 
it's we talked about it before, but I think it's yeah. interesting that the early church wrote virtually nothing about evangelism as yeah. such. Yeah, yeah. But it wrote quite a lot about patience. That's so so interesting. And endurance and and witness in terms of being a martyr and these kinds of things. Um and I think that is being the good news. I think the the thing that we've got to remember is that we are the incarnation. Now. Yeah, exactly. You know, we are the Christ-like figure. Uh, I agree with you, really. I think it's, it's, you know, so often we predicate everything on terms of what's your belief. I would rather spend time with a Christ-like creationist yeah. than with somebody who, you know, was a liberal but never believed, you know, but, but behaved 100%. atrociously. I don't yes. care, really, in that sense. No, I don't care what At the end of the day, we have all these arguments, don't we? We have all these arguments about biblical interpretation. Exactly. But ultimately, I don't care. The question is, are you the incarnation? Are you being Christ-like? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Good. that's good news. So, anyway, listen. Mm. On, on that note, well, on a related note, I came across this quote from a gentleman called Gandalf. Oh, the grey or the white? Because <laughs> I think he rather lost his way when he became the white. He became a bit yeah. washy liberal. Well, yeah, I think probably this is more in his grey days, to be is honest. Is it? Okay, okay, yeah. great. And he said this. <laughs> <laughs> Some believe it is only great power that can hold evil in check, but that is not what I have found. I found it is small, everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. So there you are. Yeah. Isn't that... It's. It, I think that's true. I'd be interested to know whether it was Gandalf. Oh, it was Gandalf, because it said it on the internet, so it's definitely true. Oh, uh, must be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 100% accurate, man. It's either Gandalf or Gandhi on the internet <laughs> yeah. in terms of quotes. <laughs> So we're going to go one way or the other. I, no, that is true. I think I was I was thinking a lot about this before Christmas because one mm. of the things you know I do in my work with Open Doors is write about the state of the world, and it's so easy to get so depressed about the state of the world. Yeah, because you're always you know writing and thinking about big powers, enormous mm. powers, you know, dictators, mm. demagogues, you know, extremists. Mm. Mm. But what really struck me afresh this year was the millions of acts of independent revolution that happen every day brilliant every day yeah. around the world yeah. millions of people decide not to act in a way that they are told to act mm. and and to, to, instead to express love and hope and peace and mm. uh, allegiance to the kingdom of god and it doesn't make a big splash it doesn't make a big no. sort of impact in that sense not in the news yeah no, not in the news, but if you gather the impact of all those millions of acts of love together, it's yeah. it's enormous. Um, yeah. And that's what gives me hope, I think, really. Yeah, exactly. So join the rebellion, people. Yeah. Yeah. Follow follow Gandalf. Yeah, exactly. What was it? In the Galilee, far, far away. No, no. Well, that's the title of the episode, sorted anyway. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think, I think we ought to wrap it up because, uh, you know, people have got work to do. Oh, yes, exactly. They have. They've got gooses to... they got sprouts. Something. To, they got to sprouts. Make flavourful in some other way. <laughs> doesn't involve actual sprouts. And I personally have another Negroni calling me. 
Well, God bless you and enjoy it, my dear friend. And listen, let's finish just by saying a, a very warm and happy Christmas to you all. Enjoy this day, if this is in fact Christmas Day. I'm sure it isn't. I hope you had a great Christmas. But enjoy this special day and bless you. And listen, love came down at Christmas. So may your Christmas be filled with love and kindness, um, regardless of whether Christmas turns out the way you had planned it. <laughs> uh, so bless you all. Happy Christmas. Yeah, happy Christmas. And I, we really pray that you'll encounter uh, Christ this Christmas um, and that a reality will be real for you. That'd be great. Absolutely. Amen. Now go and get your sprouts on. Happy Christmas and look forward to <laughs> Zoz. Yeah, happy Zoz. <laughs>